Let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens, our sponsor for The Blaze this half hour. Uh, Whether your dog is, you know, an old codger or just likes to nap on the front porch a lot, or a young puppy who is constantly trying to get to you to play with them, your dog needs the best food. Now, if you have kibble food, uh, it lacks a lot of the nutrition it's supposed to have because the federal government requires that it can sit on its shelf for two, two and a half years. Uh, Well, you put any food on a shelf for two and a half years. How good is it for you? Um, If it doesn't mold, it doesn't do anything, probably not so great. This is where naturopathic uh, Dr. Dennis Black came in. He developed a formula of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food and watch the difference in your dog. A huge difference in my dog, Uno. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash Beck. We join the national radio broadcast in just a minute. America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Friday. Uh, I got some important news to share with you in about half an hour. Uh, Hezbollah has just held a press conference. We know that yesterday the Wagner Group, which is a really nasty, nasty fighting arm in Russia, the Wagner Group has decided that they were going to provide air cover for Hezbollah. Hezbollah has been waiting for Iran to weigh in. The chief of Hezbollah uh, was supposed to have a press conference about half an hour ago. I, of course, don't speak Hezbollahese, and so I have no idea. We're waiting for the translation to uh, be completed to know exactly what he's saying. There could be another front on Israel opening today. That would be very, very bad news. But I want to give you some good news. I want to talk to you about some some people that are doing great, miraculous things, and we now have to double our effort on it. We'll start there in 60 seconds. Well, you know what? Not even 60 seconds. I'm paying for this commercial because it's for my company, realestateagentsitrust.com. So let me flush a bunch of money down the toilet, but save you time. Just go, if you're selling your house, We've got great real estate agents. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. There, done. All right. 
Justin Justin Haskins is uh, with us now. He is the uh, co-author of The Great Reset and Dark Future, both of my uh, New York Times bestselling books, uh, and also Research Center Director for the Heartland Institute Socialism Research Center. How are you? Good morning, Glenn. How are I'm, you? I, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm in Stu's chair. We threw Stu out of the studio. Yeah. He's yeah, terrible. Yeah. I'm in the chair. And I got to tell you, this feels good. This Does feels it? right. Don't get too comfy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have also brought with you Bob Rommel. Bob is the uh, Florida state representative who has been fighting against ESG in Florida. And Florida has the model. Yes. Do you, do you think? Oh, yes. Yes. As you know, uh, back when we put the great reset book together and we realized that esg was the key to the entire great reset puzzle yeah and you and i thought this is pretty depressing because no one's going to do anything about Correct. it we, we were convinced no one was going to do anything about it then the book came out and states across the country started enacting various w- ways of fighting back against esg but in many of those cases, we've had 14 different states that have put some kind of anti-ESG legislation together. Most of them are focused on making sure that government pensions and government contracts are not being used to promote ESG causes. Sure. That's really good. Okay, that's really great. It's a start. It's a start. But if you really want to protect people, you have to protect consumers. You have to protect the individual. And the only place where they have actually enacted a law that does this, that protects financial uh, individuals from financial institutions promoting ESG is in the state of Florida. And Bob Rommel, who's here with us today in the studio, is the champion of that cause. He's the guy who, who led the charge in the <laughs> House. And he is... A personal hero. He really is. He's a personal hero. So thank you for being here, Bob. Bob, thank you for standing up for this. I don't know why more states won't protect the consumer. They'll protect all the big guys. But it's the consumer. It's the little person when they go to try to get a a loan. You know, the farmer that tries to go get a loan and he's rejected because he's not doing everything he's supposed to do ESG wise. And that consumer will never be told it was because of ESG, so they can't sue them. They can't do anything about it. Well, Glenn, thank you. And uh, Justin, thanks for those kind words. I don't know if anybody's ever called me a champion, but but thank you. As an ex-banker, I know that if you control the capital, you make all the rules and you do everything. And I started looking at ESG, some of the ESG rules that some people were telling me about two years ago. And then the incoming speaker, I told him about, we have to do something about this in Florida. We need to protect our citizens. To me, it's just another form of discrimination. It is. And as an ex-banker, when we did mortgages for folks, uh, you know, we couldn't discriminate based on race, color, creed, political belief. They got mortgages based on their ability to pay and their income, period. That's what it that, should be. That's the way it should be. And that's right. how our country was built. Uh, And And you always when the government messes with our banks and tells them that you have to consider other things, it creates a system that is false and it 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 creates the bubble that we had in 08. That was the United States government telling banks you have to make more loans in these ways, which the people couldn't afford. But the government was demanding the banks do it. Yeah. And. Luckily, that we had in Florida, we had a speaker, 
and we had a governor that wanted to do something because the pushback was huge and it was pushed back on multiple sides. So Democrats, and I believe as a Democrat that came up with ESG, they're mm-hmm. great at coming up with these new words and these new terminology. Yeah. So the first thing is environment, you know, environment. Mm-hmm. So listen, everybody wants clean water, clean air. So they said, well, we have to do this to save the environment because if not, we're all going to die. And un- I don't know if anybody's listening, but we're all going to die eventually anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're all dying, just slower. <laughs> just slower. So then the social governance, and I go, what is social governance? And and if you you know you can look at a couple of the greatest American iconic companies in the world that social governance has destroyed their you know value of their companies. Uh, Disney, Disney, and Anheuser Busch. Yeah, uh, I w- you would think both Coca Cola is really bad too. Oh yeah, and. So me as a business person, whenever I hired somebody, I hired the best, the brightest, and the people that actually show up to work. Yes. Um, and I never looked at their race or you know or their political beliefs. I just wanted to hire the best, and that's how our country was built. Our country was built on access to capital and people like Thomas Edison. Uh, I know you have an issue with Thomas Edison. <laughs> <laughs> Thank but, you for knowing that. <laughs> yes. um, I know you do. Um, and you know we could we could debate whether yeah, yeah. that was the best technology or not. No. But we need to make sure that the next inventors have access to capital. So whatever the next great inventor that's going to help civilization is available. And when I saw what was happening, a friend of mine has a multinational company, and he was showing me a worksheet that he would have to fill out to get capital. And it had nothing to do with his business or the ability to pay. It was based on how many transgender people do you have working here? How much uh, carbon footprint do you have? What are you using to mitigate your carbon footprint? And I said, there's something wrong here. And you know what? In the end, it's going to hurt civilization. And in Florida, we wanted to make sure we did something to protect our citizens. Okay. So now, does th- does this actually, if I'm a citizen and I go to a bank and I feel they've judged me on ESG, does this cover me as a citizen of Florida? Yeah. So uh, th- th- there's no doubt that the law, in, and they're going to challenge it. We we, yes, we highly yeah, suspect yeah, yeah. banks are going to fight this because they don't they wanted to be able to discriminate against people. That's what banks want the ability to do, and they're being pushed by the left and big asset managers. But yes, that's what the law is designed to do. The law is designed to make sure that if you are being discriminated against, that you have an ability to file a complaint with the government so that the government makes sure that that doesn't happen. Now, one of the problems that we have, and Rep Rommel is trying to address this going forward, is how do we even know that that's what's going on? How do we know the bank? Because the bank might not tell you. The bank might just deny you the loan and never tell you why. Correct. And so we need to figure out a way to make sure that people know why they're being denied access to bank accounts and things like that. So um, do you want to talk a little bit about Mm. that plan that you have? Sure. We, we know what we did. We knew it was going to get challenged. And and we had tremendous amount of pushback and pushback from people I didn't even understand why they were pushing mm. back. Uh, matter of fact, one of the second in charge of BlackRock came to visit me, the commerce chair in Florida, which, which was kind of cool. But um, and he read my background. He goes, oh, it seems like you're more of a libertarian. You're a free market guy. Why are you interfering with business? <laughs> and um, <laughs> And I said, it sounds like you're interfering. And, and we, we actually had a great conversation. And, um, and he was talking about, this is just free market business. And I said, well, let's talk about ESG. And I said, did you fly down here to visit me on a private plane? And he said, yeah. Matter of fact, I go, did you pick the most diverse pilot or did you pick the best pilot? 
He goes, that doesn't matter. I go, no, it does matter. I go, if you truly believe in this stuff, you'll make the most diverse pilot. God forbid you're ever going to get sick. You're going to get the most diverse surgeon. But it's not. This is about you controlling the markets, controlling capital, controlling people, making people have fewer decisions and maybe buying some bad technology. And, you know, they kept pushing and pushing. The banks came back to me and said, oh, you're interfering with us. But you know what? They were the all, worst. you know, it what? is so bad. This banking, it's it's a cartel that yeah. they have going against, uh, you know, against our our representatives and our legislatures in in America. This cartel comes in so heavy handed with loads of money and credibility mm-hmm. and tries to stop people like you. you. You know, and we had to be careful the way you crafted the bill because if you use ESG as a form of scoring, you won't be able to, you know, uh, issue Florida bonds. You won't be able to be access to qualified public deposits or pension funds. But we also had to make sure that if everybody did it, we had we were able to write checks in the state of Florida to pay our bills. Too. Right. So there was a balance there, and we had to make sure that we there was other access, and and there is. There's not quite enough for 300 billion dollars in uh, local community banks. So I think we're in a good place there. But um, over the summer, one of our local businesses in Florida, Dr. Mercola, who owns a very big supermarket, but he also owns a multinational natural health vitamin company. And over the summer, I get a call from one of his representatives. He goes, uh, Rep. Rommel, can you help us? And I go, I'll try. What's up? And he said, well, all of the managers and multiple employees from the Mercola markets been debanked. Their bank, which was J.P. Morgan Chase, gave them letters and say, find new banks. We're not going to bank with you anymore. So I talked to a J.P. Morgan. Hey, hang on just a second. How rare because I'd never heard of being debanked before, unless you were like Al Capone. I had never heard of that. How rare did that used to be? Uh, I would think never because banks wanted you to keep your money and your non interest bearing <laughs> okay. accounts right. and okay. pay late fees and things right. like that to earn income. So we looked into it a little bit, and I talked to their rep, and they said, well, Bob, you know, he could be doing money laundering or some suspicious activity, and by the law, we're obligated to debank them. I go, his entire workforce, and and they couldn't tell me because you know um, you know I'm not authorized to hear this information, and and again the state of Florida, if you're running arms or fentanyl, we don't want you banking either. Right. But we also believe in due process in the state of Florida. I don't trust you as the bank, and I don't trust you as some federal agency to say this person needs to be debanked because I remember Operation Chokehold. When they told mm. payday loans and arms dealers, I think that was, uh, you know, Obama area, yeah. Obama Choke, 2013 choke yep. Operation Choke Point yep. that you you can't do any banking business. So I don't trust the federal government agencies and I don't trust the banks that are colluding with ESG with our federal right, agencies exactly right. to do to bank to bank them. So what I'm going to try to do this year, assuming it's passed, um, that if you're a bank and you debank one of our Florida citizens, a business or an individual, first of all, you're going to have to tell Florida, you're going to have to tell the Division of Financial Services, hey, I debanked Dr. Mercola and this is why I did it. And then we as a state keep it in private We'll investigate. If we felt that you did it in bad faith, well, we're going to fine you, and you're not going to do business in Florida. Good for you. And then the individual that was harmed, we're going to allow them to have a private right of action against that bank. Excellent. Excellent. That is fair. That's fair. 
Yeah, I was that's right. Fair. This is and amazing. That this is what this is. Uh, by the way, this is uh, what is it? Fair access yes, is yes, what it that's is. That's the shorthand. For uh, it, shorthand yeah. is fair access. There are many states that have passed now anti ESG laws, but it is fair access that gives the power to the individual to be able to get the information and to sue if it is if it's wrong information or based on ESG. And you guys have led the way. Hang on just a second. Just a couple more questions. On the bank that debanked him, actually, is where I want to start. Uh, First of all, remember when owning your home was this wonderful, crazy dream that kept you up at night with excitement? You're having your first home. Felt like you were, you know, insanely rich and you were on your way. Well, let me tell you, um, the hassle now is really, really tough. Uh, and when you are sitting here and you are dealing with all the things that you're you're dealing with uh, in life, uh, it's tough. It is tough. And I, I want you to know that uh, you're you're not alone. There are ways that you can uh, put your things together in your life that will make a real, real difference. For instance, may I suggest Car Shield? CarShield is a way for you to save a buttload of money um, because your warranty runs out and you don't know what to do. Um, you're going to uh, get parts now that are probably made in China, wildly expensive. CarShield has now, I believe it's over 5,000 parts that they cover on your car. If you don't have a warranty, you can get this from CarShield. 5,000 parts are going to be replaced, no questions asked. They also have a price lock guarantee, so your price will never go up, no matter how many claims you file. It'll never go up, even as your mileage on your car increases. You can save money because they have a price lock, even with inflation. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. It's carshield.com slash back. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, all right. So um, let me ask you, what was the name of the bank that debanked this guy? It was uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. J.P. Morgan Chase. That's a big I bank. Be- it yeah, is a big bank. Pretty big. <laughs> and I believe J.P. Morgan Chase uh, has is one of the uh, organizations that flagged the Treasury on uh, money laundering. For Hunter Biden. Really? I think that is true. I think, I think it is. you're right. I'd have to check, but uh, yeah, I think it is. I think you it should is. ask them. Did you debank Hunter Biden when you suspected money laundering? You know what? I, I bet they didn't do that because, you know. <laughs> you know it's a good bet. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they did, and that's why Hunter can't pay his child support. Yeah, yeah well. maybe, maybe. Okay, so what do people need to do to make sure that next year we sew this up? The, bi- the biggest thing is that. Uh, state lawmakers, their representatives all across the country, they need to understand that 
the uh, that ESG is a huge problem. It's maybe the biggest problem facing uh, the average citizen in America right now. The problem is going to get bigger because in Europe, they're about to make ESG mandatory and they're going to drag a whole bunch of American companies into the mix and they're going to be yep. beholden to Europe's ESG system. Right. They will have to live ESG here if they want yes. to do business. And elsewhere. the only it's thing insidious. worse than ESG is ESG created by Europeans. That yes. could, that's the only thing that could yeah. make it worse. Right. right. And so what, what we need to do is make sure that there are protections for individuals. It can't just be for big businesses. It can't just be for industry. It can't just be on environment issues or fossil fuels. Those things matter. But we need to have protections for the individual person. And if your state is not doing that, then they are not looking out for you. Yeah. They are not protecting you. And you are going to be a victim of this eventually because there is just way too much money and planning and power behind it, as we've shown in the last two books that we did on this yeah. topic. Um, you you guys are at, um, you're over at the legislative con- conference, aren't you? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you there in, oh, in town for that? Uh, yes. And we're actually presenting together very briefly a little bit later. So I'm glad that you're now oh, learning that this so is happening. Glad. <laughs> I got to catch a plane today. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about today. You'll Here's what I'm going to say. Justin. Oh, okay, good. What should people do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the pro-family legislative conference is happening. There are about 200 um, pro-family uh, lawmakers. lawmakers that are in town. Uh, and all weekend long, I'd ask for you to pray for them. These these people, like Bob, are really, I mean, they are on the edge and standing up for the really hard things. They take bullets in the back, in the side, in the front, all of the time. Uh, they are looking for pro-life legislation, protecting women's sports. You, I, have you did it start yet this morning? When's the uh, artificial yeah, it started, started last night, but today's the first full day of programming yeah, and stuff. Yep. I wish I could be there for the artificial intelligence uh, thing and the digital dollar. Cause well, those are things I'm doing. So you know oh, all good. about what I, what I think on those <laughs> oh, issues. Okay, I yeah, think. right. Okay. I think I taught you about <laughs> uh, yeah, AI. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is great. Bob, thank you so much. Have you guys decided what's going to happen if, uh, well, eventually... Uh, Ron DeSantis cannot run again for another term. So whether he becomes president or whether he just terms out, is the state going to be stable? Is it him or have you guys written enough into the laws that it can't be changed? It's not all executive order, right? And none of it's really executive order in Florida. We believe in the power of the legislator. If we pass it and he signs it, it's law. You know, states are different than the federal government. Thank God. And um, I know you were just talking about, you know, pro-family stuff. We already did boys don't go in girls' room. We already did boys don't play in girls' sports. We did the heart bait bill. And last year for education, we had the education savings account, but basically gives every single child a voucher to go to any school they want. And far do we rank third in K-12 education now. And 30 years ago, we were the worst. Oh, you were. I lived there in the, uh, what, right around, right around uh, 2000. And it was Florida struggled with schools. Mm-hmm. And now we're Texas struggling with schools. And we've got one Republican, the Speaker of the House here in Texas, standing against school choice. Hopefully that will change. Bob, thank you very much. Justin, we'll see you later. Thank you. Back in just a minute, hopefully an update on Hezbollah. The Glenn Beck Program. Tragically, we face active evil when it comes to the value of human life. Uh, It is no longer safe, legal, and rare. We're asked to shout your abortion. 
Look at how many 40,000 people, 40,000 people uh, under 18 last year in Canada were snuffed out. The doctors said, hey, you can you can, you know, exit now if you'd like, we'd help you. And now they're using mental health. If you just are depressed and feel like there's no tomorrow, they'll help you die in Canada. We have got to stand for life. Would you consider a leadership gift to saving babies in a big way? Preborn does amazing work. They save about 200 babies a day just by offering free ultrasounds. Right now, with your tax-deductible donation of $5,000, you'll sponsor Preborn's entire network all across the country for 24 hours. That's helping rescue 200 babies in that 24 hours. Donate at pound 250, pound 250, keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or at preborn.com slash back, sponsored by Preborn. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn Plus. You'll save 36 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Yes. So, last night we found out the Wagner Group really, well, Jason Buttrill is here with us. Jason, tell me about the Wagner Group. Nasty, nasty Russian operatives, right? Yeah, they've been at the spearhead pretty much of all of Russia's, you know, off the books operations. Yeah. So every time they want deniability, send in the Wagner Group. Yeah, and the Wagner Group is, I mean, just brutal, just brutal guys, uh, right? Yeah, and most of their ranks now are filled with convicts and people they've taken yeah. out of gulags. Perfect. So uh, last night we found that they were going to provide air cover for um, Hezbollah, should Hezbollah get into the war. So does the Wagner Group have planes? Do they have fighters? The Wagner Group, and this is a little insider baseball, when I was at military intelligence, we had a chart that had the Wagner Group as fully part of the Russian um, Department of Defense. Right. So they were their own little branch of it. So to answer your question, yes, they can get access to it, to planes and whatever they want easily. So that means now the fight would be taken to the air with Israel if the Wagner Group uh, does go in, if Hezbollah goes in now. The head of Hezbollah called a press conference today. It was supposed to happen, I think, at 1.30 Greenwich Mean Time, which is like 8.30 um, our time. And uh, I don't speak Heblet, uh, Hezbollah. Hezbollahese. Hezbollahese. I've, I've had it with uh, bow tie pasta. It's very good. Mm. Uh, Hezbollahese. Yeah, Hezbollahese. Yes. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> So I don't know what language they speak, but I don't speak it. And uh, it, it, it's a dialect of 1930s German with a whole lot of screaming and anti-Semitism. <laughs> so I really I researched this okay. extensively. Glenn. All right. So what did he say? Um, not it wasn't as bad as I was fearing, okay, which good. is great. Um, well, I, I just want to set this up. Thousands of people showed up to this. Nasrallah, the head of Hezbollah, is the most powerful man in Lebanon. He's not elected. He's not a president. He's not a prime minister. He's a terror leader, and he's the most powerful person in Lebanon. Connected to Iran? Absolutely. Hezbollah exists to protect Iranian interests in Lebanon. That's their sole okay. reason for being. Um, but he, 
it was interesting. Part of his speech was saying, definitely, no, no, uh, Iran's not directing this. Uh, they <laughs> support us, but we promise. Just trust us. Sure. Um, he did say that right off the bat that this is an American war. He didn't say this was an Israeli war. He didn't say this was a Hamas war. He said this is an American war. That is trouble. Um, so fully putting the blame on the United States. Um, he said eventually towards the end, he have finally got around to what their role was going to be in this war. And he basically was just kind of affirming things that have already happened. He said that they responded at the border. He said Israel was attacking them at the border. Um, he said that we are repelling and doing our part. He said that um, it was diverting forces away from Gaza. And this was kind of key uh, to me because he wasn't saying that we are marching across the border and entering this war. He just said they're keeping basically Israel at bay and distracted. That's all he said. Hmm. Now, what does this mean? Well, I think that this is Iran pumping the brakes and then trying to figure out what our involvement's going to be. So how heavily are we going to respond? Which uh, is, us. Well, us. Because, which is really very disappointing because they've been testing us. They've been attacking us using their proxy militias mm -hmm. in Iraq, Syria. Mm -hmm. And they've been attacking us. And our response has been very weak. If I would have been you know, Lloyd Austin, I would have hit those same militias while he was delivering this speech. Send a clear and concise message. Of course, they're not going to do that. Um, but they have got to get a lot more tough with their response to their attacks on our forces in Iraq and Syria. They've got to. Because they see weakness exactly. in us, and that's what makes them move. Yes. Um, the Iranian supreme leader yesterday came out and said something very interesting, especially since we know that our administration has been trying to open up the ties and the purse strings towards Iran this is what their supreme leader said yesterday. Death to America is not just a slogan or a chant. It is our country's official policy toward the U.S. <laughs> oh, okay. The situation between America and Iran is this. When you chant death to America, it is not just a slogan. It is policy. I have stated the reasons previously. For many years, from the 1940s to the 70s, and that is 30 years, the Americans did everything they could against the Iranian nation. They hit Iran in any way they could, financially, economically, politically, scientifically, and morally. If it were not for America's support, if it were not for the support of the U.S. weapons, the corrupt and artificial Zionist regime of Israel would have been destroyed in the first week. It would have collapsed. The Americans are behind this. Wow. Yeah. Let's send them another pallet of cash. This, this is so clear. This is what they mean. And how is it our administration can be sending money to these people? Time and time again. Every single time. Whilst lying to us by trying to tell us that they're moderate. I can't. That, that will go down in history as one of the biggest manipulations oh, in it, history. It will be remembered uh, eventually as uh, peace in our day from Chamberlain. Mm, mm. Hitler doesn't mean it. Peace in our day. I've talked to him. I know his heart. I've looked into his eyes. I looked into Pooty Poot's eyes. Yeah. By the way, did you see that he is running for re-election? Pooty Poot is running for re-election. And where he's announcing... His candidacy is amazing. He is announcing it uh, in front of the the uh, Moscow 
I don't even know what you would call it, display, I guess, of the uh, Tsar Bomba, <laughs> the largest wow. hydrogen weapon ever used by far. It was dropped in 1961 for test and then never used again. Uh, and he's announcing his presidency with that in the background. What the hell does that mean? I would wager that's more directed at his own people, trying to just tell them that they're still strong, they're more willing to do it. I, I, I actually see it as a bonus that Cold War era people like Putin are. I want. I don't, it's. It's. I, I go back and forth in saying this. It, it's good that they're in charge of the nuclear weapons. It really is. Right, because they know still. They know. He's on record saying that the mutually assured destruction is what kept order. You know, and you know, right. a multipolar type order. So I, to me, and people always want to say, let's get rid of Putin. He's a, he's a bad, evil guy. When you're looking at the people that will come up underneath him or after him, they're no better. Yeah, I know. There's no like Alexei Navalny that's mm-hmm. going to step in and be like, ah, oh, I'm going to fix all this and be friends with everybody. They're, no, th- those don't really exist and they won't really be allowed to take power. So the people underneath Putin are less predictable, making them worse, in my opinion. So if, if I were to read the tea leaves... Hezbollah is there beating their chest today and saying, we're here and we're going to keep them busy, but we're not going to get involved. Iran is saying this is because of the Americans. They are signaling all of their Hezbollah soldiers and all of their, you know, martyrs that are willing to die all over the world. Uh, and their attack will not be a military attack. Their attack will be more terror. Yeah. And they're saying here. Right. They're saying that, that destroy America, death to America is their not their slogan, but, you know, their policy. Yeah. We, we criticize our leaders for not really having a strategy, you know, like what's your end state? Well, they clearly have an end state. It is death to the big Satan, us, death to the little Satan, Israel. For, for them, those two go hand in hand and they're playing a long game, like all these moves. So you go all the way back to, you know, the end of ISIS when uh, there was a power vacuum. Iran immediately, as we were sending them pallets of cash, mm-hmm. funded and sent their little foot soldiers terrorists all through iraq all through syria one step closer and closer remember we you and i played that video i think you played that video uh that memory video mm-hmm. of uh that uh, i it was a uh, ayatollah or some spiritual leader from yeah. iran and he was saying the time is now complete we are finishing yes. the encirclement of israel yes that is their grand strategy they're moving little by little towards that goal what's happening in the middle east right now is taking them closer to that goal so let me ask you one question i heard a theory and i think it's actually uh, accurate um you remember when we sent the cluster bombs mm-hmm. did you hear me talk about this yeah um, we, we sent the cluster bombs. That was so odd because we don't use cluster bombs. The, the whole world is against cluster bombs. They're really, really dangerous. If they don't, you know, a lot of times they don't go off. So kids will be out playing years later and they'll hit a cluster bomb and they'll blow up. It's horrible, horrible. And we know that. Why did we give them to Ukraine? And the theory is, is that we are running so low on the things that they need, you know, more rockets. We're, we're done. We got to have some for us. We can't keep giving them that we used the cluster bombs and said, here, use these. 
And that was a signal to Russia and China and Iran. Oh, they're in trouble. They are they're expending too much of their military. Keep them going. Mm -hmm. Keep them just sending off all of their stuff. Yeah, there was a there was a big portion of a show that we had to cut about two or three weeks ago. And it was running the numbers of the munitions that we do have. And there were some shocking quotes shocking. in that. One of them was is that they were explaining how the DOD ordering process works. And they renew their orders for, for ammunition every 12 months or so. Um, we are, and, and they were saying there's no new contracts. They were bumbling the whole logistics uh, supply chain mm -hmm. to get us restocked because everything is going to Ukraine. We are about a year behind in receiving that ammunition. So even let's say a huge war did blow up in the Middle East. Let's say Iran directly got involved. How would we even respond? I right. mean, will we, will we, will we call a timeout for 12 months? Right. We're four years behind on where we should be with rockets. Mm. If unless we build new plants to build new shells, we're four years away from replenishing what we sent. That That's terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. And I, I if we know it, our enemies know it. Mm. I mean, you can game that all the way out, too. How, how are we responding in Taiwan? If China says, oh, they're depleted in, in they're Eastern Europe, they're depleted in the Middle East. They'll walk into Taiwan. You don't have to have a whole bunch of landing crafts. You'll walk in. What are, what are they going to do? It's China. They'll do exactly what they did in Hong Kong. They'll just walk in because America won't be able to help and the world will be too distracted. Okay, thank you for that. Sure. Downer on a Friday. Uh, Jason, I appreciate it. You bet. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. If you've been living with pain in your daily life, uh, isn't it about time you find a way to get out of it? I want to tell you about something that could help. It's Relief Factor. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight the pain. 100% drug-free, developed by doctors that were searching for a better alternative than drugs. It uses a formula of, a, of ingredients to help reduce or eliminate the everyday aches and pains that you're experiencing. So whether it's neck, back, joint, uh, muscle pain, Relief Factor can help you feel better and can help you start to live better. When you reduce the inflammation in your body, you change a lot of things. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's quick start, and 70% of them go on to order more month after month, and I happen to be one of them. See how Relief Factor can help you. Three-week quick start, kids. 1995 comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. Give it a try. Visit relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Relieffactor.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want you to imagine yourself walking confidently into a shooting range, raising your gun, aiming it at the target in front of you, and then not hitting you know the, the wall like three feet to the left of it. Um, if you are not someone who goes to the range all the time, you might be a little out of practice. And that's understandable because of the cost of everything. I mean, prices are going up everywhere in your life and you know, ammunition and range fees are, are no exception. That's why you need the iTarget Cube. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with the iTarget Pro laser bullets that you may already have. And if you have them already, you got to get the iTarget Cube. If you don't, you got to get these laser bullets. They go in your real gun so you can practice with your real weapon. And you can practice random mode and clearing drills and shooting drills. And this all tests your ability to react, your accuracy, 
it's really, really cool. And at times, every shot that you make. So it can just be keeping yourself in practice. It can also be a lot of fun. You can practice with friends. This is a safe thing to do. And you can also improve your uh, abilities uh, as a marksman. Um, so why not do this? You can also practice self-defense scenarios safely. If you want the benefits of staying in practice and none of the drawbacks, iTarget is for you. Right now you can save 10%, plus get free shipping with the offer code BLAZE10 when you go to iTargetPro.com. They come in the most popular calibers, so you can really train with any firearm. It's the most easy and effective way to keep yourself in practice. iTargetPro.com. The code is BLAZE10. Uh, world is on fire today. It's Friday. Welcome. We're glad you're here. You mentioned Tsar Bomba. Yeah. Which is the most uh, powerful nuclear weapon ever deployed. Yeah. Um, and then that when you mention that, it automatically sends me down a rabbit hole yeah, because it's like one of the things I'm most fascinated me with. Me too. Yeah. Uh, it just it really is. But um, the think of it was 1,570 times as powerful as Hiroshima or Nagasaki. Unbelievable. Now, what's really amazing about it is that was like it had a governor on it. It had a governor yes, on it. it was a, huh. It was designed to be 100 megatons, but they thought, you know what? That may be a tad much for a test. Um, they were certain that it would absolutely liquidate the pilot that dropped it. Um, they were certain that was going to happen, and they were worried that the... The, They'd have a hard time finding a pilot, or are they just going to keep that to themselves? <laughs> yeah, I think they were. Yeah. It's Russia. They right, were going to keep yeah. it to themselves. Okay. Um, but it was, they decided to basically put a tamper on it to make it only go to 50 megatons. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Yeah, which is incredible. Now, the, the most. The, the, you know how you, these are mushroom clouds? The stem of the mushroom within two minutes was 19 miles high of fire. <laughs> Okay, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and they they uh, decided to put it in. Now, the most powerful the U.S. ever tested was 15 megatons. So this was more than three times the most powerful the U.S. ever tested and was designed to be double that, which yeah. is really incredible. Um, uh, you could see the uh, flare from 620 miles away. It was observed in Norway, Greenland, and Alaska. The uh, mushroom cloud was uh, 42 miles high. <laughs> I mean, concept 42 mile highs, uh, uh, mushroom cloud. Um, the blast wave circled the globe three times. Oh my gosh. Um, a seismic wave in the Earth's crust was detected multiple times. The um, glass actually shattered in, in, uh, in a place 480 miles away. Four, I mean, <laughs> that is insanity. And again, this was only half as powerful as they designed it to be. Uh, they really just basically did not think, uh, they didn't, I don't think they thought this one through all that well, but they did eventually <laughs> release a documentary on it in, yeah, yeah. in Russian, which you probably have seen. Yeah, I've seen it. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's insane. The good news is it is so massive that even right now, they'd have a hard time getting it across the border. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, even just, now. I want to give you some good news. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even now. Well, there maybe some... not. I mean, they, they, they won't, they don't have to cut the barbed wire anymore themselves. So I give them a little <laughs> extra time to get it across. All right. Uh, one last final hour of the week. Next. Next.
the Glenn Beck Program.